On this episode of Your Asian Best Friends, we talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. I'm Taylor. And I'm Bernard. And we are Your Asian Best Friends. What's up, everybody? Um, Welcome to the show. As we sit here now, um, we were actually scheduled to record this show yesterday. But we didn't. We got really close. Yeah. What happened, Taylor? <laughs> you showed up to my doorstep looking like death. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. So, so yesterday, um, I was headed over here to Taylor's place, undisclosed location, mm-hmm. Bay Area, California. Um, and two hours before we were scheduled to record, I developed a tummy ache yeah and then it turned into like an extremely painful tummy ache (laughs) and i was i i i excuse me for saying but i was doing things in my bathroom at home that (laughs) drunk people do after they've had too much to drink and i did that thing dozens of times okay dozens Dozens of times, and I had a tummy ache, and the vomiting wasn't helping, and um, it was very bad. I got really bad stomach aches, but I said, I can't cancel on this. Uh, you know, we, we're not taking breaks. We said we're not taking breaks anymore from the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was going to tough it out, Taylor, and I, tr- I tried my best, so I, got, I tried to get myself together. I was literally lying in the fetal position <laughs> on the floor of my house, like moaning, uh, until it was time to head to your place, and then I head I headed over here. The drive was um, pretty torturous. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, and then, like Taylor said, I showed up looking like death, and I sat down at your <laughs> in your lovely home at your uh, kitchen table with you and your partner, and I was hunched over, <laughs> sweating profusely, <laughs> pale probably. Yeah. And I said, let's do this, man. <laughs> no, you said, let's record a podcast. Are you ready? <laughs> I was like, I don't want to record a podcast. <laughs> I, was in, I was in no uh, condition to record this podcast no. or do anything, really. But uh, I, that's how much I love the show. It's dedication. I wanted to. I really did. I drove all the way the fuck over here. I can't believe I did that. My wife was looking at me like, you idiot. What are you? Why are you leaving? But it's just, you know, I didn't want to cancel like two hours before. For my sake, I was like, man, I said I was going to be there. I'm going to be there. You did. But we sent your ass home. (laughs) You said Taylor rightfully sent my ass home. And okay, so now this is what you don't know, Taylor. Yeah. I start driving home. Mm -hmm. And delirium sets in oh i start it's very slowly becoming i'm in so much pain Mm -hmm. i'm sweat i'm cold i have the chills right so i'm cold and hot sweating but i'm freezing Mm -hmm. didn't bring a jacket Mm. (laughs) so i'm driving home it's only 15 minute drive back to my place and i'm like in the home stretch like going up to my house and my body just starts to shut down uh-oh. Like my arms, like I'm, I'm, they're just hanging on my steering <laughs> no. wheel. I'm going up my street. I'm so close. I'm like, I can, I can make it. And I'm, I'm delirium. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I make it home 
and I, I get out of my car and I'm, I'm walking to my garage door and I just, I was like, I'm going to pass out. I have no, cause I, I, I threw up so many times. Yeah. I forgot. I was every, I don't have anything in me. <laughs> so I, I have this like pain which, you know, is, it's tiring. It, you know, it's a lot of exertion to deal with this kind of stomach ache and I don't have any food yeah. to provide me with fuel. So I'm passing out. I go in my house. I, I, I yell into my uh, partner in the office. I go, meet me upstairs. Bring the kids. <laughs> Bring the kids. Because <laughs> I, I need her to stay with me. <laughs> I need her to stay with Bring me. Bring the kids. <laughs> I go, I, I start walking up the stairs and I almost pass out, dude. Uh-huh. Unbelievable. I, I got made it to my room and then I, I was in pain. Okay. I was in pain for a few more hours mm-hmm. and then I passed. I did pass out. Yeah. Woke up and I felt better. Uh, unbelievable. All over a tummy ache. <laughs> fucking tummy ache, dude. So fucking, I couldn't speak. I was so like, I was so dehydrated and like, like malnourished that I, my voice was like, I couldn't even talk to my wife. <laughs> Bring the kids. They need to see this. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> so now I'm better. Yeah. Uh, I'm in I'm in much better spirits and uh, not dying. That's good, man. Because yesterday you looked you looked. Terrible. How did I look? You looked terrible. <laughs> like <laughs> terrible, terrible. <laughs> the whole time I was laughing at myself. Like you really thought you were going to record and like a whole podcast where you're like laughing and I having know. a good time. Well, for me, the second you showed up and you were talking to me, I was like. I'm not going to edit this shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to take me like five days to make this thing sound okay. Oh, boy. So as much as I was, I cared about your health, I was also caring about my own damn time. Your sanity. Yeah, Yeah, that was not going to work. No. But I I tried, uh, but now we're back. Yeah, we're back. We've got a great show today. Oh, yeah. This is a big one. Uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, the new film by Daniels, a pair of directors called Daniels, Mm -hmm. because they're both named Daniel. Daniel Kwan and Daniel (laughs) Schoenner. I don't know. I don't know what his last name is. It's like Schoenner. The Daniels, and it's starring uh, Michelle Yeoh Mm -hmm. and Kihai Kwan and Stephanie Hsu, and it's incredible. What a movie. It's just something else. It's really uh, not even worth saying that it's a great movie. That says nothing about what it actually is. Yeah. It's like an experience, complete experience that the minute I saw it, I came home and told my partner, like, you have to go see this movie so we can talk about it. And I I bought her a ticket and sent her out the door. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right on. And then she went off with her friends this past week and was like, you guys have to see this movie so we can talk about it. <laughs> so let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. So that that's what we're doing today, guys. We're just, we're focusing on this movie today mm-hmm. for this show because it's it's that incredible. Yeah. It's that incredible. It's 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 just wonderful. Um how the hell do you I don't summarize know how- the story of this movie? So the movie is about this woman named Evelyn. Uh, she's an Asian immigrant living with her husband, Waymond, 
<laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> they they run a laundromat and kind of live, you know, above the laundromat in a little apartment. And they have a, a grown daughter who doesn't live with them anymore. And they're, I would say, emotionally estranged. Yes. That's from the daughter. And, and from each other. And from each other, you know. They they live this kind of, um, I don't know, boring life mm-hmm. to some, ostensibly, where they are worried about filing their taxes and, and making mortgage payments and um, running their business. And it's it's, I guess, just this uneventful existence they seemingly lead, that Eve- Evelyn seemingly leads. And then... The story takes a kind of strange turn where it opens up into this multiverse sci-fi action thriller plot that reveals that there are many, many, many Evelyns in in other universes that lead very different lives than the laundromat running Evelyn, who isn't connected with her family. So we get to see all these different realities in which Evelyn and her husband and daughter are leading different lives and have different relationships to to each other. And even that, after saying all that, that doesn't even begin to scratch the surface right. of what this movie is. It's so bizarre. It's so complex. But a thrill from beginning to end. Yeah. I guess it's a, f- a family drama at its core. I know, because it is bizarre, it is complex, but it's so human at the same time and it is it hits at the core of so much of the complexity that's just present in in family dynamics and what we're trying to get out of life and what lives we think we should lead and what lives we are actually leading and the discrepancy between those two things and it really i mean in some ways it tries to get at the meaning of life Mm -hmm. by the end of it and i Honestly, I think it does a pretty damn good job of explaining the meaning of life. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it sounds grandiose if you haven't seen the movie. Like, there's no way this movie does that. <laughs> yeah. After that description of that plot, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, there are a lot of heady themes going on uh, within the story, and I think that Daniels just—they've woven this tapestry of a movie that is so sprawling mm-hmm. so bizarre it gets it gets weirder and weirder and weirder as the movie goes on we don't want to spoil anything for anyone who hasn't seen this movie by the way so we're going to try to avoid details as to what you see um as the movie goes on but it's it's jaw dropping stuff I'll, I'll just say that um but we can talk about the ideas that unfold as mm-hmm. the movie goes on and there are so many like you said the meaning of life um how a parent and a child are meant to connect and maybe might not connect right. in that traditional way, but maybe that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, how there's even, there's even commentary about the meek Asian man and yeah. what that actually means. Like what that stereotype that all Asian guys are kind of followers and weak and um, harmless. And what it, it sheds light on maybe what, that that might not be the worst thing in the world. Maybe it's a virtue. I think that, and I think it also so shows um, these roles that we inhabit, we can uh, transcend 
whatever position we are in. And I think they do it in a really interesting way because though there's all these different Evelyns that Evelyn can be, she inhabits all these old movie tropes of the Asian scientist, the Asian cook, the tiger mom, the um, kung fu master. And while we've seen those representations in film take away the humanity of the person that's performing that role, in this movie, she brings so much humanity to each one of those Evelyns that she inhabits that I found it to be so subversive in that way. Yeah, and there's 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 a message in there that I I, I so I spoke to Daniels, mm-hmm. the directors, and uh, the cast, uh, the three main stars, and they were talking about how really the movie is about how those elderly Asian women who everyone um, ignores in our society, who everyone um, deems as exotic and um, invisible mm-hmm. at the same time, that they actually contain multitudes. Right. That they could be, they, they, they're complex, uh, flawed, extraordinary human beings just like the rest of us. And they, they could be whatever they want to be, but maybe they see when their li- their lives might seem mundane, but actually that might be the, uh, the best version of their lives that there is. Hmm. Like maybe th- that there's maybe I don't want to spoil too much, but there's there's a beauty in um, doing taxes with your with your partner, right? Um, maybe that maybe that's uh, more desirable for people than being a big movie star or something like that. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, yeah. No, it was just a. I mean, I can't recommend the movie enough. I mean, I, you texted me. You said it's the best movie you've ever seen. <laughs> I think I'm, I still kind of stand by it. I mean, there's, I mean, one of the best movies I've ever seen for sure. For sure, same. But th- um, I think that's great. You know that that was your reaction to it. Doesn't you know who cares? You know what your favorite movie ever is. Who really has a favorite? No, movie it's ever? definitely. I mean, I mean, it's I cannot pick apart that movie. Like I thought it was a perfect movie. I. Mm, like you can't criticize. I can't. I can't really yeah, criticize it. Me yeah. neither. Like that's. I thought it was perfect. And there's movies I have seen in the past that I also thought were perfect. But man, this one just really resonated with me on a different level. I mean, I think it hit all the things that I don't know. I mean, like it literally said the meaning. <laughs> it said the meaning of life, and and I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the meaning of life. <laughs> <laughs> so you, know. you guys might like kind of notice that we're struggling to kind of dive into this movie bec- yeah. and that's when if you see the movie you'll understand why it's hard to talk about this <laughs> movie so because one it's so nebulous yeah it's like no movie you've ever seen before i guarantee you that uh you've never seen anything like this mm-hmm. and at the same time we're trying not to spoil anything so it's really hard to talk about this movie. <laughs> so, what did you say? Maybe we should have another topic at the end. <laughs> no, no, because I think I think there's a lot to say still. Um, I spoke, like I said, I spoke to Daniels, um, and in particular, um, Dan Kwan. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, Korean, and he just—I had a wonderful conversation with him. He was talking about how 
in so many um, Asian movies, or in so many movies, Asians have been portrayed in a way where to where there are all these stereotypes, mm-hmm. like uh, Asian families, immigrant families owning owning a laundromat, right? Um, doing kung fu or karate, mm-hmm. and he was saying that these days, um, even Asians kind of shit on those stereotypes. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think the idea is that you know. It's racist to assume that like uh, some someone's Asian, so they do karate, you know, or they they mm-hmm. own a laundromat, and that's like a shitty thing, right? You know, you you know, no, we're better than that. We're better than a laundromat. Mm-hmm. And he was like, there, his point of this movie for him was like, there's nothing wrong with a laundromat, right? My fa- his family ran a laundromat, mm-hmm. and he was like, what's wrong with that? Yeah, even if it's a stereotype, you know, that's real. Like a lot of immigrant families come over here. They run laundromats. I know for me, Filipino, uh, a lot of Filipinas move to this country and become um, maids mm-hmm. uh, at like hotels and stuff. And that's a stereotype as well that is looked down upon in certain ways. But I'm like, they made their living. They they moved to this country doing that and made a living mm-hmm. a- as as maids. Yeah. So what's derogatory about that? Or, or what's... What's um, inferior about choosing a life as a maid or a laundromat runner, mm-hmm. right? Or owner. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that, that was a, kind of a beautiful idea. Um, and I think it's kind of laudable that he would focus his art on validating these cornerstones of his experience as an Asian in, in America. Yeah, and he did it in such an effective way. I mean, because I think why people deride those stereotypes, it's not necessarily, at least for me, it's not, there's no issue with owning a laundromat. There's no issue with, um, you know, being a Kung Fu master, being a cook, being any of these things. The issue is that with those depictions come a lack of humanity that Daniels brought to this, which right. I thought was absolutely incredible. And I don't know how many people come away with that, you know, when after they leave the the movie. Like, I think in some ways we might be more sensitive to those yes. stereotypes and be able to recognize that on the screen. Um, but I thought by far that was one of the most powerful parts of the parts of the film. I think we would be able to like Asians would be able to articulate that point, that idea that. Yeah. Um, uh, he's depicting an Asian laundromat owning family and saying they're, but then going beyond that and say, and, and, um, illustrating them as people, right? Like that, that's where other movies stop. They just say, this is a laundromat owner period. And she's Asian. Yeah. And that's it. And that's insulting. But he made a movie about laundromat, a laundromat owning family that, that, um, explores, their psyches and their personalities in oh my gosh like fascinating ways and, yeah. and multiple ways uh, and, and it's it's uh yeah it's re- it's really spectacular guys I can't I can't, <laughs> I can't I can't I can't get into the specifics of it and i mean the ultimate mic drop is then at you know he humanizes rocks <laughs> you know i mean like like 
what the fuck, man? Like, that is... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so much... There's so many little nooks and crannies we could really get into and, and yeah. almost um, go on forever. Like, uh, Kihai Kwan's character, Waymond. Um, it's Evelyn's husband, who is kind of this soft-spoken, high-pitched voice, like, nerdy guy. Yeah. A wimpy guy. Mm-hmm. His name's fucking Waymond. <laughs> um, and, you know, that was by design. You know, yeah. that is, a, that is a, an archetype, a, a stereotype that has been built into society uh, and movies forever. Yeah. You know, I, I am kind of a wimpy Asian guy, and I've had this stereotype projected on me all like my whole life. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Which leads into um, this little tidbit. So I I got to talk to Kihai Kwan, and he played a short round in Indiana Jones. Right. And uh, growing up, I got called short round a lot mm-hmm. because I'm like a little Asian kid. Yeah. And it was, I was called that by white kids who were saying it in a derogatory way and kind of shoving me in a corner of that per kind of person, right. you know, like your short round, your mm-hmm. tag along or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, yeah, it was hurtful, you know, <laughs> like it was, <laughs> right. it was pretty hurtful. It made, it made me um, feel um, inadequate in, in a lot of ways. But I got to meet this guy, dude. Like it was weird for me when I went to that press day. Mm. And I knew I was interviewing all these people. I was like, I'm meeting short round. Mm-hmm. I got called short round. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. so I told him, I looked at him. I was like, dude, I got called short round my <laughs> yeah. whole childhood. And it's so cool to see him yeah. in this movie looking so cool. And so kind of, um, f- he's funny. He's cool. He's, uh, romantic lead. He, mm-hmm. He's, um, Kung Fu master. He's a kind, loving husband. He, it's like he's making up for lost time with this movie. Right. All the roles. He, he hasn't been in movies for a year, like 20 years or something. Mm-hmm. And now he's in this movie. He and Michelle are in this movie where they get to flex their muscles. Like you've really, I've never really seen actors flex their muscles in any movie in recent memory. They get to do everything here. I mean, he was incredible in the in the movie like i just i was floored by all the performances those three performances in particular i mean i don't know like i i'm speechless yeah because like how that you guys gotta watch this movie (laughs) then you'll understand you'll understand why we're fumbling over our words this movie literally the the movie bounces across realities every scene yeah it goes to a different reality where they have uh, hot dog fingers. It goes to one where they're literally rocks, like Taylor mentioned. There's one where um, Michelle Yeoh, in, in you know, in traditional fashion, is an ass kicking kung fu you know master. Right. That's like man, the fight scenes are really good in this movie. Yeah. That's what's really cool about this movie. It's an intimate family drama, but it's also like a blockbuster superhero movie at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, I will say this. It sounds like an insane movie. Like it sounds like you're going to get lost in it and that you're not in a bad way, in a bad way. Right. But 
the way they're able to explain the rules of this universe that you're in is articulated so well that you just live in this world and you don't really question anything by the end of it. And I think the way they do it is just in every moment of that uh, journey, it's still rooted in these relationships between these That's people. That's the key. Yeah. Family. It's about the family. Yeah. Um, there is, I have to mention Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, she's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> she's in this movie as the um, the tax lady who is mm. kind of pressing the family on their taxes. Yeah. And she's oppressive and um, she's being really mean to this immigrant, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Asian family. But they do something with this story where there's this idea that though you might be in a conflict with someone, there is always inherent in both of you a possibility that you could actually be friends or even closer than that, mm-hmm. um, given the different circumstances. That's a beautiful idea that, that yeah. even if someone you hate or hates you or you don't get along, that maybe it's just your circumstances. Maybe in another lifetime, you, you'd be, uh, you'd be much closer. I mean, the, the things that are addressed in this movie are so complex and executed so well that by the end of it, I, was kind of shocked that human beings made the movie. <laughs> Let's talk about Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. She's a star. She's a legend. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the few Asian actors who is recognizable to pretty much everyone in this country. But Michelle Yeoh is just, I think... If you've seen her work before, even fleetingly, you know that she's like a great actor. Mm-hmm. But this movie, when I when I talked to Michelle Yeoh, I interviewed her. Um, we talked about how this movie really is a culmination of her entire career. Hmm. She said, you know, I've never, obviously never gotten a role like this. And she was able to depict so many different emotions and let loose and wear hot dog fingers. And, you know, I, th- I think the, the really beautiful thing too about um, Evelyn, her character is that there are so all these Evelyns in this movie, but the point of the movie really is that um, a mother's love is so powerful that no matter what reality her daughter is in, no matter what state, mental state or emotional state her daughter is in or where she is in the multiverse, She'll, she'll find her, you know, Mm. um, beautiful, you know, really a mother's love. It's a really an ode to a mother's love, this movie too. And, um, maybe that's the main idea of this movie because. And kindness too. Kindness, forgiveness. The way the movie ends is just, uh, dude, made me want, I I called my mom. I called my mom (laughs) afterwards. Yeah, man. Transcends time. Transcends life and death. <laughs> Tells you what the meaning of life is. Amazing. This is one thing I talked to Daniels about that, that I really wanted to ask them, and I'll, I'll share their answer to. Um, by the way, I said we were going to share audio from these interviews on the last episode, but the audio is so shitty that I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. recap, the, <laughs> recap these interviews. Um, you got to start taking the microphone out of your pocket. It's not working. Yeah, yeah. I'll just take it out of my backpack next time. <laughs> um, 
But I was talking to Daniels and I said, you know, what's really cool about this movie is that, okay, there are some Asian movies like Shang-Chi where it's like, we deserve an Asian superhero because they're white superheroes. And now we have an Asian one. Yeah. And then crazy rich Asians. You know, we had white romantic lead leading men. Now we we need Asian ones or Mm -hmm. whatever. Asian rom-com people. And so now Asians are have that. And I always felt like that was like us playing catch up, uh, you know, like mm-hmm. we're, we're just trying to catch up to white people wherever they've been. Mm-hmm. And I told Daniels, I said, this movie, you know what you guys have done is there's no other movie like this. We're, we're taking the lead on this one. Yeah. There's, there's no white equivalent of this. So this is ours. You know, this, this is not the Asian version of anything. This is everything everywhere all at once. It's a singular movie. It's a wonderful movie with great acting, great filmmaking, and it's ours. It's not based on anything. Shang-Chi is an Asian superhero, <laughs> and there have been many white superheroes that came before. There's nothing came before everything, everywhere, all at once. So it's 100% ours. And, you know... <laughs> <laughs> was, was the white Daniel pissed off at this conversation? It was kind of awkward. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know he's I mean he made this movie too you know so he gets he's done more for our community than I have <laughs> Dan Shanana he no he's he's really he was really nice too and and he made this movie right you know this he, is ours yeah yeah it's not this doesn't belong to you he's like it's my movie no you didn't no no no, no. this is Dan Kwan's movie. <laughs> it was. It felt kind of awkward though saying it like because I was looking right at Dan Kwan the whole time. I obviously could not address this question to Dan Scheinert. It's weird, right? Like, how can I make eye contact with him saying all these things? <laughs> oh man! But um, yeah. So he said. Um, they both said that. Uh, <laughs> this is funny. You're, you're going to laugh. They said that this is like the uh, the Charizard of... Um, I'm going to explain. Okay. This is the Charizard <laughs> uh-huh. of Asian movies. Mm-hmm. So like in Pokemon, mm-hmm. you get a little Pokemon called Charmander. It's mm-hmm. a little like little dinosaur baby. Mm-hmm. And then he evolves into the next one. I forget what the... Mm-hmm. Charmeleon. Mm-hmm. The next evolution. Then the final evolution is Charizard. Mm. So to them, Asian movies about like heritage and like ancient Asian stuff, that's like the the little, you know, right. little dinosaur Charmander. And then the next evolution was Chang Chi and Crazy Rich Asians, where mm-hmm. we're okay, now we have we've covered the bases and it's great. Yeah. We we all love those movies, like that they exist. Right. Uh but now we're in our final form. Now we're going to say our own thing. This is our own story now. Yeah. We're leading the way. We're the leaders. Mm-hmm. Everything, everywhere, all at once. We need more movies like this. Yeah. That say something unique that is made by Asians, starring Asians. And now they're going to have to follow us. <laughs> they're going to yeah. try to make a movie. Try to beat that. <laughs> you know, uh, mm-hmm. they, they meaning uh, white people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's like more of, more like the Asian Black Panther than Shang-Chi was. 100%. You know. That's a, yeah, that's a great way of putting it. You know, this is really a, a, a touchstone. I don't know if this is going to be as big of a phenomenon as Black Panther was. I don't think so. 
But I don't even but care if it is. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. It might win Best Picture. It, yeah. I think it might win Best Picture, dude. I think the only thing that's preventing it is it's so long from now until the next. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the performances, like, everybody in that movie deserves to be nominated. Like, it's... Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's phenomenal. Like, and every people love it, too. Like, celebrities tweeting about it every yeah. time they see it. Uh, I've seen so many great actors in their own rights, mm. white celebrities, black celebrities, everybody, just floored by this film. Yeah. And that's so heartening. That's so heartening to see. So when Daniels told me that this movie was the Charizard of Asian movies, yeah, they actually got that idea from someone else. You know who that was? <laughs> you? <laughs> one of, no, one of their friends told them that it was the, Char, the Charizard of Asian movies, and that, that person was Aquafina. <laughs> their oh, friend God. Aquafina. <laughs> Throwing it back to episode uh, she 10. keeps she keeps weaseling her way back into the show. Okay, before we go, yeah, I've got to talk about how big of an idiot I am. Okay, Taylor told me to watch a show called Pen Fifteen, <laughs> and I think if I remember correctly on this podcast, I was like, "What is that drama?" <laughs> and you're like, "No, it's a comedy." And I was yeah. like, "Oh, a comedy." Uh huh. And then for weeks and weeks and weeks, I was like, oh, I got to watch Pen 15. Mm-hmm. Got to watch Pen 15. And then uh, I was texting a friend and yeah. I texted them, I'm going to watch Pen 15. And I typed it out. <laughs> Taylor, I had no idea until I sent that text. Months later, <laughs> the joke behind that title. I was confused. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a comedy, huh? <laughs> it's a fucking idiot. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Pen 15. And you're so late on it that <laughs> your <laughs> I, friend I, was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what, what is wrong with me? Am I that old? <laughs> Pen 15. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> Stumbling through how to explain how much this movie meant to us. And just best movie of the year so far. Dude, it's not going to be, I mean. Best movie of the year so far. By far. I By far. I don't even, I don't think it's going to be caught. It's going to be, I, it might be equal, but it's not going to be surpassed. I don't this even know if it's perfect. Yeah, it's 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 really wonderful. Uh I don't it's just so because it's so singular you can't compare it to anything. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's, so it's crazy. Yeah. So because it's singular and it holds a space on its own, its own niche in the let's say the awards race. Yeah. Voters will have to ask themselves. Okay, so you can't deny because it it's so good. Right. It's so good. And it's on its own, not like anything else. Mm-hmm. What beats that? I don't if know. a movie is that unique and it's excellent through and through, yeah. according to everybody who's seen it, yeah, I think it might win Best Picture, dude. I'd cry. Michelle Yeoh, Best Actor or Actress. Dude, I mean, I think, I think they all have a shot for sure. Best supporting, best actor, best actress. Developing story. We're gonna keep track of this, yeah. dude. I'm so now this is like sports now. 
It's like, are we gonna are we gonna win the finals? Is everything everywhere going to the finals? Uh, so this is, I mean, this is we're gonna be continue to talk about this movie. I think this movie's a grower too. Like, I think it's going to remain in theaters for a long time because people are discovering it every week. It seems to yeah. only be growing. Yeah, I mean, I honestly want to go back and watch it. I mean, I cannot see myself tiring of this movie mm. and unpeeling all the different layers that they put in it. The multitudes. It's crazy. The multitudes. <laughs> it's such a rich movie. Yeah. And uh, I got to say, too, before we get out of here, Michelle Yeoh in person, ravishing. I bet. So beautiful. I bet. Oh my gosh, she's just ravishing. I couldn't look her in the eyes. And I just, she's sitting right across from me. And then Kiki Kwan is on her right. Mm-hmm. And then Stephanie Shu is on her left. So she's flanked by those two. Mm-hmm. Which Kiki Kwan, I was already um, nervous to meet him. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that nervous to meet Michelle Yeoh. You know, I, I, I'm i a fan of her work and everything, but I've, like, I, I do this... I do this 10 years, you know. Yeah, I, do you I mean, get nervous often? No. So, like, uh, Kia Kwan was, like, one of the first... Because it's a personal of, connection. Yeah. yeah. I was bullied, you yeah. know, um, in connection to, to his character, Short mm-hmm. Round. So it just meant something to me. But then just Michelle Yeoh was just so beautiful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just looking at her, I couldn't believe how pretty she was. Yeah. Um, but not in a... Not in a, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really attracted to Asians. Oh, that's romantically, right. that's right. But it's like it's like you know, beautiful. Like your you, you know, your mom's beautiful, yeah. right? Not your mom, but like. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're, you're, now I've dug myself in a hole. <laughs> not 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 Taylor's mom. <laughs> And not my, I would never. My mom. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> mom, you look ravishing today. What have I done? What have I done? <laughs> I can't talk my way out of this. <laughs> it's just going to sound worse and worse. <laughs> uh, this, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we'll, we'll continue to talk about this movie. Uh, I think because I'm sure we'll watch it again and there'll be more stuff that we can unpack. But also we just, I think I just want to support this movie as much as we can. Yeah. Um, because I want to, and I'm so proud uh, that they did this, that whole team. Definitely. I mean, I think we stumbled through a lot of the conversation just because we're kind of speechless in some ways. It's just a weird movie. Like we're talking about this it's movie. It's so hard to talk about the movie in general, but I think, at least for me, I was like, this is going to be a sh- hell of an edit, but I'm going to do it because this movie's fucking amazing and everyone needs to know about it. And it's fun. That's the other thing we need to get across is like the way we talked about it sounded like this heady, like artsy movie. All right. It's fun. Like it's, oh, it's, it's so like a blockbuster movie. It's fun. It's hilarious. Like it's amazing. It's action packed. Am- it's amazing. It's everything. Everywhere. <laughs> Come on. All at once. I'm Bernard. And I'm Taylor. And we're your Asian best friends. <laughs>